First of all, this is the horse that a lot of us would love to see win the All-Star Mile. The inevitable, here he comes. Oh, look at him come. He just races up on the outside of first accused and gives him a bit of a cold on the way by. And the little champ races on to win again. The inevitable, well, that result was inevitable. Max has been shuffled back at the top of the straight. First accused leads the way from Sir Simon. Here he comes. Here he is. The inevitable. Oh, he descends on them. He pounces past them. Alpine Wolf runs into second spot. Boy, he deserves a crack at the All-Star Mile. The inevitable, the little champ wins again. Comes the inevitable, the little champ. Down the outside, 200 left to go. You know who I'm talking about. The inevitable just races to the lead now. Went past Swoop Dog Sir Simon and then Alpine Wolf. And he wins again, no surprise, brilliantly again. I hope the inevitable's not self-conscious about his height like a lot of people are. You know, he might start to have small man syndrome if he's not careful. The, The Bear, Richie the Bear Robinson is a part owner. And he joins us. That's, that's not the first time we've run that star package either. How are you, Bear? I can listen to that every day, Matty. So, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. And um, he definitely doesn't suffer from small man syndrome. He's strutting around like a peacock at the moment. So, um, always looking good for Saturday. Tell us about your sleepless night last night. <laughs> well, I've been battling a bit of a virus and I haven't been sleeping that well. And I thought I'd make myself feel better before going to going to sleep, so I watched the Thomas Lyons in full, and I watched the Hell of a Street Stakes in full, and then turned the phone off and went to sleep happy, so um, <laughs> yeah, funny things you do when you, you're not thinking correctly. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, we're getting closer, this has been like a, a an oasis on the horizon for a long time, but we're getting very, very close, how's the whole camp feeling about D-Day being upon us now? Yeah, we've only got four more sleeps, it's, um, you know, you go to bed thinking about it, and you wake up thinking about it, so um the group chat's probably quieted down a little bit in the last few days, which has been good because it can get a pretty pretty hectic there. But um, I mean, we're all just obviously waiting for the barrier draw today, and obviously travels over on the plane um, sort of around midnight tomorrow. So once he's there and he's safe and sound, I think the nerves will sort of probably go away a little bit, and then you have a couple of days of just hoping everything goes right till game day on Saturday. Hey Bear, hang on the line. This may be a subject that you're um, that you may be able to buy into as well. It's about this. It's off the back of the James McDonald uh, reduction and should star factor count when it comes to penalty. And we've offered, uh, we've invited some people to listen in. Uh, and with the, the sweetener is lunch with me and you and whoever else we can rustle up on Friday. A special winning uh, listener will be joining us for lunch. And hey, mate, they've actually queued up, so we must be actually good company. Uh, Ian from Laverton's on the and. You, as the former coach of North Hobart, uh, you would have been. There would have been a lot of tribunal decisions as well, and whether someone being a flash player ever influences uh, decision making. Ian from Laverton is on the line to talk about star factor. How are you, Ian? Yourself. Yeah, very well. We've also got Richie the Bear Robinson, who owns a little tacker called the Inevitable on the line as well. Uh, what do you make of this debate, Ian, about star factor potentially influencing justice? Well, I don't think it should be taken into account. I think any penalty that's dished out by the stewards initially should stand. Uh, I think sort of uh, whining or you know making a suggestion that it should be uh, uh, you know, not as long or the what you could say the inevitable penalty uh, should stand because of the fact that they've given the uh, situation the fact that what they've uh, uh, outlaid to be served. So uh, I don't think uh, you know, 
just because he's uh, John, James McDonald is the number one jockey around, uh, why just sort of slopping along the situation should be taken into account, no, as it is. I totally agree. And just for the sake of avoiding legal letters from Racing New South Wales, we're talking in general terms, um, and obviously we're thinking about the James McDonald fallout as well. Uh, hey, Ian, uh, if you're the lucky caller, are you free on Friday? Yeah, no problems at all. All right. Well, we'll let you know if you've got the job. Serjan, who's the next in line, might might trump you. Do you don't know? Thanks, Ian. Thanks for your contribution, Serjan. What do you make of it? Well, uh, first of all, thank you very much for having me on, and I, I, I say that you guys are doing a great job. Listen, um, so I think the star factor is a big thing in this. The fact that James McDonald got it all reduced, hidden behind the reef, you read behind the lines. I would be strongly saying that there was a star factor in this situation, without any doubt. But we see it always, even in football, um, you know, when it comes to penalties and so forth. I think James uh, has been on the winning side. The fact that his uh, lawyers was able to argue uh, a number of uh, cases, I think star factor is a big player in this. Right. He's a draw card. He's a champion, and you know. Uh, the sport itself. I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong, but all I'm saying is that it did play a role in this. Well said, Sir Jean. We've got your details as well. So you're in the mix for the lunch on Friday as well. Thank you very much for your uh, contribution there. And hey, Bear, just before we come back to you, and feel free to jump in as well. Peter from Murrumbina, Reece Star Factor as well. G'day, Peter. Hi, Matty. Good, I mate. Reckon, I reckon that Star Factor ought to work in reverse. He should know better. Being a top jockey, he should know better than to break the rule and he can't hide behind indiscretion just because of his name and his record. No, look, I totally agree. I think I think the counter argument works very strongly and you've made it very well there, Pete. We're, hey, we'll let you know if you're uh, in the mix for Friday. Thanks, Matty. That was Peter from Marabina. Rob, uh, what do you make of it? Ah, well... Hey, you're from Tasmania. I've just been typed on the screen. You might want to talk about the inevitable. Oh, no, he's a little champ. I ring up about there's rules in racing, there's rules in football. Cripps got off and won a brown life, so, you know, James McDonald used what he could to get off and just got to move on from it. Yep. No, well said, well said. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. You're in the mix for lunch as well. All right, well, this has gone off its head, this subject, because I think it resonates, uh, and we've got a couple of SMSs that I'll read out. Bear, just on that, we'll go back to the little champ, and you'll notice that one of our callers um, sucked up to the lunch invitation by calling him a little champ, but we'll we'll get back to that. What do you make of this? You've been in footy, um, you know, uh, uh, appeals and so on over the years. What do you make of the star factor factor? There's probably merit in every caller there's opinion. Um, but I think we've got to be realistic. There is a star factor. Like, I think Rob was the caller that mentioned the Cripps incident. Like, he was pretty lucky to get off. Um, and remember one of the, the Hayes boys got a couple of weeks earlier in the year um, for a little incident, which yep. was just a tackle. So if that was Paddy Cripps, for example, I think they played Geelong on a Saturday night. I reckon they would have appealed and there would have been a chance that he may have got off. So, and just from personal experience, just at state league level, if there's a player that's one of your top end players, absolutely you, you follow the due caution, you, you, you take to the appeals board and try and get off. So, would you, when you were the coach, would you have 
ever laid it down on the table at an appeals board that star factor should count, or were you just hoping that subliminally they'd factor it in? No, 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 because the people on the appeals board are just they'd say no, it, it doesn't count. Yeah, they just treat every case on its merit. But you know, I'm sitting on the outside now, so it's just easy to say that that it, it does count. Like at the end of the day, they want their best players out there playing, and they want the best jockeys riding of a weekend. Well, I think it's disgraceful if it does. I think it's absolutely, and I'm sure you're probably right, but I think it's an absolute disgrace if it does. Uh, hey, we've got a lot of SMSs as well. I, we're going to have to have a bit to think about here, Ree, this lunch, because I have told everyone that if we, well, we now we are committed to this lunch because I'm promoting it. Uh, and I also said that we will be the captains. Yeah, no, I'm happy to try and lead the way. Righto. Okay. Captain I'll means pay. You realise that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, um. <laughs> he hasn't got an invite. Hey, um, what about the, the the horse now? You may as well rename him the Little Champ because that's what everyone calls him. Uh, how's the horse? No, he's really good. Um, he had a, his last solar piece of work last Friday at Elwick. He worked home his last 400 pretty good, so he worked over about 800, 900 metres. Um, he's really holding his condition which I love it when you see him a bit rotund still. So, like, Golden Eagle Day, he was just like an elite Olympic athlete. and But at the moment, his condition is so good. Like, Tegan just keeps saying how good he is, and he's just... He's got better as the prep's gone on, which is amazing. Um, his feet are really good. Um, yeah, I mean, as long as he travels well on the plane, then um, Tegan and Scotty have picked every box heading into the All-Star Mile. When does he fly, and where does he fly to? I mean, I know he flies to Melbourne, but then where? Uh, so we start at Plumpton. Um, so he flies out about midnight tomorrow night or Thursday morning, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, so it flies out from Launceston. So, um, yeah, so it just sort of shortens the trip up. Like, if he's on the boat, it's potentially a 24-hour trip. So the flight obviously reduces that in half, so... Um, which is good again for his, you know, for recovery and all that sort of stuff. Um, hey, I've got a text from Andy Lewis who uh, runs and owns the Emerald Hotel. Da da da. Lewis family cover your lunch on Friday at the Emerald St Pat's Day. You beauty, we have a captain. <laughs> We're going there, Maddie. We're going to the Emerald. <laughs> You're I thought Andy might kick in. He's a generous soul. Have you got Cat yeah. and the other boys lined up? Well, catch flying out later in the afternoon, so it's probably good he's coming in late. Cause he's yeah, we don't want to get him on the on the beer, on the beer, the booze early, cat. I have a feeling. <laughs> yeah, cat yeah, will go hard from start to finish. Um, no, but there's a couple of us are actually coming over Thursday, so um, right. we're going to make a real day, real weekend of it. All right. Well, let's make sure we get this lunch organised through Andy Lewis, and I will. Uh, if you, if one of those callers jumps out at you, you can certainly. Um, uh, was there a theme amongst any of the callers that hit the mark with you there? I probably resonated with the second guy. To be Sir honest. John? Yeah. yeah. I think he was a bit more... I understand the others probably were straight down the line and what it should be, but I just think the second caller is probably what... Was know. he the one that said it should work in reverse? No, that was... That was the, the third the caller, time. wasn't it? Yeah. I did like the reverse man as well. Yeah, a bit different. All right. We might have... Now that Andy's playing, we might invite every caller... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bear, 
Um, good on you. I, everyone would love to be in your shoes to a degree without the nerves and the sweaty nights and the lack of sleep and so on. But other than that, we'd love to be in your shoes and we're going to be sitting near your shoes on Friday at the Emerald Hotel. So we're going to give a bit more detail tomorrow. We're going to name the winning uh, SMSer and um, we hope they're, they're a, uh, an engaging lunch guest on Friday. They aren't engaging at the start, Matty. They'll be engaging when they leave. Mate. Exactly right. Exactly right. Good on you, mate. We'll uh, talk uh, in the lead up to, <laughs> I was going to say to Saturday, but on net Fridays now become more important. <laughs> <laughs> One step at a time. Good on you, Bear.